This podcast is powered by The Plug. Asking me like, where are you? <laughs> we coming. No, good evening. Before we before we get into this, here's truly Dreek Swift. I'm here with Alex Sportsmile, Corey Savage Kitty. Uh, we got Red Queen from the East Coast, Connecticut. Uh, so, but before we get into this, I want to thank the fans. It has been one year uh, effective next week on the 17th. So I made this video. I just want to play it for the fans real quick, and then we'll get into the interview. So sweet. Let me play this real quick. Uh, I think everybody's seen it so far. So. So we want to thank everybody. It has been one year. Oh my God! It feels like we just started last week. Uh, we're we're doing an 86 episode today with Red Queen, uh, and then we're going to do our 100 in Detroit, Michigan, as a cohesive group. So, like I said, once again, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, today, what, what's today? The 11th of yep. August. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah, so also celebrating the 48th anniversary of hip-hop. Uh, Mark's today's birthday, so happy birthday, hip-hop. Like I said, yours truly, Drake Swift, Alex Sportsmile, Sa- Tori Savage, Kitty, Red Queen. How are you doing tonight? Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. And you know what? I think you need your girl that just smokes so we could just watch her smoke. This <laughs> <laughs> is babysitting. She told me that she started this a couple months ago. She tried to bring out a friend, but all she would do was just smoke all the time. And <laughs> damn, she would always reverse. People love her. I just can't have her on my interviews. Yeah, she right. would just she would revert to her and be like, "What do you think?" She'd be like, I'm, "Time and place." I don't even know. Time and place. Right? Yeah, like, I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> She'll be like, "Can you say that again?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I so, snacks. So, That's another whole podcast right there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Red Queen does her show out of Connecticut. Like I said, she's formerly born and raised in Brooklyn. I was born in Brooklyn. My mother brought me out here in the early 80s. Okay. Okay. And then moved to Connecticut uh, recently. How long have you been there? I just came back. I was living in Ohio. Ohio? Where in Ohio? Oh. In Salem. We're Salem. I don't even it's, know where it's a white town by Boardman. <laughs> I was the only Hispanic on the block. So you got all the stairs. So, they would look at me and I'd be like, What? You never seen right. a Puerto Rican? <laughs> no. So I was in uh, Columbus, Ohio in 2015 for about three months, and we were walking around. Like Columbus wasn't too bad, but when we got to like the, the like the outer skirt, outer areas, mm. I, but like KKK, I seen super white. Yeah, I seen the mm-hmm. I seen the, the Confederate flag, and I was like, oh man, they probably never seen no Mexican over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like oh my, sure God. haven't. 
And then I had – so I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm a big Michigan fan, right? Michigan football, Michigan basketball, whatever. So I uh, my car that I was using actually broke down, and I had a keychain that was from – it said Michigan, and then all of a sudden it said go Michigan. So I was having some problems. I took it into Firestone, and I handed him the keys. He's like, I'm not taking those keys. And I said, what? <laughs> said, I'm not taking those keys. And he goes, Put do you know – you know where you're at, boy. And I said, "What do you mean?" Like, boy, that boy, yeah. boy, boy. Son. He said, Son. "You're." He said, "You're an Ohio State. We are Ohio State fans. We don't touch anything that says Michigan on it." And I never realized how much of a you know what I mean. Like, I didn't think I was like that. Like, you know what I mean. Like, you have Michigan fans, but. These Ohio State fans, they were fanatics. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they were like, you're. They're, this, they're, this. they're so serious about it. Like, they shut yeah. their whole town down in Ohio yeah. for football. I used right. to, I had a friend, he got so yeah. mad at me because he'd be like, we beat you, we beat you. I said, well, if all you got is football and fucking cows, you better beat me. <laughs> and he was like, what? Fuck. <clears throat> What kind of cows? I said, fucking, you know, you fuck cows. And he was so <laughs> mad at me. And I was like, well, that's all y'all do there, right? Right. Maybe I don't know. Was my friend for very long after that. <laughs> so I got to tell you another crazy story. So my cousin you know, funny. When I moved out here in like 80, 90, right? My cousin wanted to come out here. He's from Detroit. Uh, and he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, let's, let's go out there and let's tip cows. I was like, what the fuck is tipping cows? What is that? I'm, I'm so a, white, that's white people should. No, but what I'm saying, I'm a city boy, and I'm like, what is that? What are you talking about, tipping cows? What is that? And he's like, <laughs> when they're sleeping, you push them over. I was like, I'm not doing any of that. So no. mean. I was like, what is what are you <laughs> Y'all, listen, y'all do that. You're going to get shot out there. Don't do that. <laughs> You're going to have the KKK up your ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, KKK. <laughs> <laughs> And well, the big thing is, like I said, when I was in Ohio, uh, when I was in that area, I was, you know, there was a lot of backwoods areas or whatever. And I'm knocking doors because that's what I'm, I'm a salesman. I'm knocking doors. I see a lot of this. Says, I see signs on the store, on the doors that say private property. We'll shoot people. Like they had, they were like, like there were signs everywhere. Like we will shoot you. And I was like, I was, I'm scared. To, like, yeah. Like. I was scared to knock on these doors, and I'm not scared to knock anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I sent a sales guy up to a door, and he knocks on the door. And, <laughs> and the guy, guy comes out. His wife's like, what the fuck do you want? He's like, uh, you know, he got all scared. And he's like, I was just – he goes – and then the husband comes out with a gun. I will shoot you, motherfucker. Oh, and I, no. I was like, run, run. <laughs> run, Forrest, run. Yeah. That sounds like oh, that sounds like Ohio. So, how long were you in Ohio for, Red? For a year. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Oh, a year too long. <laughs> a year. Oh a my year. god. And it was all like it, it was all farm. It was all mm-hmm. farm. I know you were. Scared. You know, it's crazy because it's it's super pretty there. Like it's nice and green and flowing, and there's a lot of um, you know things to look at in that sense. There goes Smokey. <laughs> Yo, Yo, Smokey in the house. <laughs> Can we have her call in so she can just smoke with us? That's, that's <laughs> you can ask her. I don't know if she'll do it. Just, want just put her in a little box in the top corner by you. Yeah, I'm just to smoke with her. She's <laughs> babysitting right now, so I don't think she's going to be smoking. 
<laughs> right. Let's hope Keep not. him with the kids. Let's yeah. Did you? I don't. I don't condone that. Sometimes. You get your, you <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. But sorry. Anyways, yeah, just love that. Uh, so, like I said, uh, Red Reel Queen. It in. When did you start your podcast? I started. <clears throat> I started doing lives about two years ago when I came back from Ohio. Okay. Um, a friend of mine, his name is Derek Morgan. He he pushed me into it. Okay. And then me. um, I would do lives like regularly talking about sex, talking about relationships, you know, talking about dildos and stuff like that, and. <laughs> <laughs> And one day, uh, another friend of mine told me, well, maybe you should start your own shit. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I don't know. And <laughs> he kept pushing me. Like, they kept pushing me, and, and I finally did it. I started No Limits about, like, around, I would say about February. February. So I know a lot of us started businesses, podcasts, all kinds of stuff during COVID. Um, and it's funny you said you were talking about dildos and stuff. And she asked me, she goes, that's funny because we were just talking about because I launched my own show last week. And it was our the first topic was the squirting. It, the squirting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did that last night. I was asking them and they were like, it's piss. It's no. piss. See? Everybody's <laughs> saying my boy. I asked my boyfriend last night and I was like, what do you think that squirting is? He was it's like, it's your juices. He's like, it's your juices. <laughs> It's yeah, because it doesn't smell. I don't know why. I don't know why people like keep saying they're like. Right? Kids. Does it it's taste not like this? We we you know. I don't eat pussy, guys so I don't know. Right. I mean, right. I take. Mm, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it doesn't taste like urine. <laughs> doesn't taste like urine. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't smell like urine either. So. I don't. I'm. I mean, I think a little urine might get in there. I think everybody has maybe a little urine. That's gross to think of, but um, well, it's I think funny. we've all tasted it. I mean, that's where it comes from. It's kind of hard e to not have traces of it, but I don't think that that's what's it's ejaculation. It's all you got. Just just Google it. <laughs> well, I did, and it says it's a mixture. Kind of, it's, it's, I'm it's not like, buying it. I don't. Yeah. Mm -mm. It doesn't sound like Aaron. Well, it was funny because uh, I, in the comments that that uh, that I put on, you know, the the is it piss? Is it is it calm or whatever? Mm -hmm. And Miguel, we had him on his show. He said I drank it. Like I was like, drink it, <laughs> right? Like, what do you mean you drank it? Like in like, like a, a collector cup? <laughs> well, I did right. a live not too long ago about. <laughs> Because oh, if, if you more. think about it, sperm, scientifically, sperm is good for the woman's skin. Right. Hmm. I heard that. I've heard they, that say, <laughs> they say that if you rub the sperm on your face, it, it clears your pores. It, it, it gets rid of the, the pimples and stuff. And if you swallow it, and if you swallow it, it's good for your anxiety and stuff like that. So wow. Well, I got cups full. Any, so you well, know so I was going to collect sperm <laughs> to sell it to the girls. Right. Nobody wants to give them the fuck sperm. out. Yeah. I'm not going to give them my boyfriend. Well, there's any facilities just, that will buy this. Bottle they, is can, <laughs> they can swallow sperm instead of taking Xanax. I can help people's anxiety? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> I be thinking sometimes that something that, new that, every day. I think that, what is it called? Cold. That that Seamorph? 
is it looks like sperm. So oh, sea moss. I have some. I have sea moss in my refrigerator. It's pineapple flavor. Hmm. Doesn't it look like? Oh, it? oh here. You never know. Now that I think about this and I say I it out loud, it all fucking makes sense. I have a now. friend who invested. It does. In, into sea moss, into that, yeah. like big time. It's so, that's so crazy. good that's for you. Rub it face. What's that? No, he deals with. It's not. It's not like that. Sperm. See, it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> there. I, I. I don't know how to describe it because. Um, uh, he's had some other things that he's been dealing with, other than like he just had a newborn baby and stuff like that. So I don't I know mean, where he's going. Where he's going delicious, with the business, so. but it, it's he invested in that some way somehow, and uh, yeah, he was dealing with it like during COVID last year or something like that. I seen a couple videos. Nice. They say I don't know too much about it. COVID to to swallow the right, right. Yeah, I I jumped on the Dr. CB um, train, and as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh, I need to have it. I need every flavor. Put it in my fridge. So I don't know if if there's a connection. I need to know about right, this right. just so I'm not out when here like no, they know me. <laughs> when you find out, let me know. Right? It's magically delicious. I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So she started this a couple months ago. Originally went on live in February. Uh, how's the show going so far? I know you said you. You interview, you do the lives and talk. It's you know, picking up. It's picking you talk, up. You talk about everything like we do. I don't think you talk about politics, mm-hmm. sports. I think you no said. politics gives me a headache. Politics gives me a headache. It gives me a headache. I, I can't. And I then, agree. Yeah. I and agree. then she said, "I interview uh, freestyle artists. Try every week or every other week." I think you said that you tried to interview businesses, but it didn't go so well. No, the businesses, I, I would try, because I try to support everybody, you know, right. and mm-hmm. I think that if we all support one another, people will get more united. They won't right. be so much drama. It'll, it'll spread. It'll yeah. Spread, you know, mm-hmm. Unity but is the, the key. New businesses didn't, it didn't work <laughs> for me. I kept, like, I, I would do flyers and and set up the interviews and some of them didn't show yeah. and they wouldn't answer uh-huh. me and i was yeah. like no, I, I, can't, I can't stress myself yeah and some people don't want you know they, they probably realize like or not not only are they camera shy or whatever they're just they don't want some of their business out there maybe they just you know whatever they for come whatever to me is, but, that's the problem that they come to me and they and ask that's me. that's even more mind-blowing that <laughs> that's they, terrible they with, with, with no show and they came to you that's yeah Mm-hmm. Unexplainable, actually. <laughs> but Don Bonchinche right there has another. He has his own podcast too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Don. Thanks for joining us. I be bringing him on my my platform. Okay. He so, so you right now you're tradi- you're doing a video blog already. So on on your show, um, are you eventually want to transition to mm-hmm. the audio part? Where you can, you know, upload it or have it on Apple and Spotify and all that good stuff. Are you yeah. considering that? I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying my best. So right now it's only Facebook and YouTube. Facebook and YouTube. Okay. And how often do you put out content? When I do interviews. Okay. The 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 other stuff I leave on Facebook. Gotcha. Because there's kids that go on to yeah. the YouTube and I don't want them. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Right. right. No, definitely. I don't want to be a bad influence because I got a real filthy mouth. <laughs> Same. Same. I, can I have the that. mouth of a sailor. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, save all that good stuff for the show. Yeah. You know? So eventually you want to go to the audio and then, you know, I think we were talking off before we went live. Um, I think everybody's goal is to monetize it at one point. Yeah. Uh, like you said that you would like to monetize it. Um, so what's what's next for you? I know you said you, you do uh, not local free start artists, but you're doing the newer freestyle artists you're interviewing, trying to give them so a platform to talk um, about what they do because you said a lot of people say freestyle is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of these younger freestyle artists are not getting any airplay. Uh, they're not on the radio. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. If you guys haven't heard, freestyle has a lot of drama. <laughs> it does. It's That genre is full of drama. But I feel that if we mm. could bring out the new the new singers right and bring in younger generation it'll live it'll relive itself you get what absolutely. i'm saying absolutely yeah absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah you absolutely. know this- especially if there's there's old drama and you bring in something new out with the old and with the new and you but and you, you know what it new, is, is that you some, know you keep this same what's that what some of the artists have hatred towards other artists when i think that instead of having hatred they should all unite they're all in the same genre don't hate on the next person don't hate enough for everybody to go around i I have noticed that that tends to be a lot of the vibe in the freestyle community and i'm not a huge freestyle person but just the people i know and the genuinely the you Mm -hmm. know freestyle um people who are huge into it there's a lot of back and forth, big, 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 bigger, backer, you know, people yeah. are, um, this person doesn't like this person and this person doesn't like this person. It's like, y'all are all doing the same thing. You have the same goal. Exactly. So, um, absolutely. Why can't we just I, all support each other? Right. right. So I we think don't it's have great. to like each other, just support each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's great I'm, that you're trying to unify people yes, and giving right. giving other people a platform to do so and, and put their vibe out there so that maybe, you know what's crazy is a lot of people don't hate other people and they don't even know them or they know nothing about them or they don't really know who they are. So if you give them that platform to put themselves out there, hopefully it opens the doors for them to communicate. Yeah, and, because and a lot of them, a lot together. of them are blackballing a lot of them are blackballing mm-hmm. the new freestyle artists. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think it's fair because Absolutely even, not. even if you're an old freestyle artist and you want to bring in a new freestyle artist, give them the chance. Mm-hmm. That's you know, not let the them way, shine too. Yeah, that's not the right. way to do to make it in any profession, to be honest with you, in my opinion. You don't climbing up some, you know, low balling or lying or like that that's just that that usually doesn't work out in their favor when they do things like that yeah so mm-hmm. uh you know what i mean so i mean it's like you know uh, it'll be a life lesson i mean so but yeah i mean when it comes to freestyling like that i mean that's kind of you know where it you know they got they got a lot of pride when it comes to that <laughs> yeah but th- it, this ain't hip-hop and, though that's what i'm okay. saying it's not hip-hop right right, right. 
Okay. And like you, Tina well, just either, commented, either, it's going to push way. your fan, the fans away if they continue. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what kind but of that, I was about to get some to. Some of the fans, right. not all, but some of the fans add to the drama. Mm. They'll be like, oh, look, this one said this. You know, just let it be. Right. right. Like we can all get along. Absolutely. That's so, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, you know, Real I think right there. Uh, society as a whole, um, from from sports to <clears throat> entertainment right. to music, I think everybody wants to hold down the, the the guys that are just trying to break into the whatever field they're in. They want to hold those guys down because they, they don't want to necessarily pass <laughs> the Right. Uh, or, or invite new artists, like you say, or new actors or new comedians, because they don't want to necessarily give up that light that they have. And I think that's the way society has kind of turned into like a bunch of haters. And mm -hmm. I'm, and, uh, right. you know, if, if one person has something and they have that knowledge, they don't like to share it with other people because <laughs> right. they don't want them to surpass them. Yeah, That's but they're not going to be around forever. I, I, no, I get it. I'm saying I think as a whole, as a society whole, I think definitely right. that, you know, they just don't want to share that knowledge. Um, it is rare that you find somebody that says, hey, let me take you under my wing. Uh, right. Let me show you what things, how things are done. And it's purely out of love because they want how I, you know, a lot of people that are in my circle, they say, look, I'm going to take, I'm going to show you. So you, so I know when I look back or whenever I see you like, damn, I put this guy on, look, he's even, they want you to succeed. Yeah, and that feels, exactly. and so, and when you, they succeed, you succeed. Right. And that's how they look at it. Right. But there's a lot For of sure. people that don't look at it like that. A right. Lot. And it, yeah. So, so many, so many, <laughs> too many, so many people. So that's why I said I think it it becomes down to right there many haters. Just people <laughs> exactly, don't, Tina. People don't want to see yeah. you. Succeed. And how do they say? How, how does the saying go, guys? I'm sure everyone heard this before. The same people you see going to the top are the same people you're gonna, you know, you might see, and more than likely will see <laughs> on the way back down. So. Exactly. You shouldn't That's treat true. people like that, no matter what. Never burn bridges. I, you know, I was told that in many aspects of my life. Never burn bridges. You know, or you know, if it ain't worth it. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And Jennifer that just commented has a good point. When when the, it's when they start, um, you know, dogging them, talking crap about them, and and back and forth, it's because of their own insecurities. Right. Yeah. So. You know, it's it's like step your game up and and exactly. embrace embrace a little competition there. Maybe <laughs> exactly. that right. person's right. gonna make you step your game up, and you're gonna get on your shit, and you're gonna have a healthy little, you know, right. um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, it'll be it, healthy. It makes it makes, it makes you a better you, artist. So you're make you're making the whole genre, the whole product better. You're making the whole absolutely world, world of music like that better. You're raising mm -hmm. that, up and then like. So. You know, when I think of freestyle, and I it just takes me back. I feel like this this energy that comes over you, this like love. You want to move your body. You want to love. Right. You want to you know you want to touch and all that. So 
when you just move into the beat, it's about love. So all this drama and hate in it is just unnecessary to come together and collaborate together. Right. Exactly. You were talking, mm-hmm. It's funny that you were talking about that, and we're going to take it off topic. But um, you know how you were talking about, like, entrepreneurs, uh, healthy competition, Alex just said. You know, it's funny. I watched this show, and I think I told Tori and Alex, uh, the, it's called uh, – uh, food that made America. It's on the history channel. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys beginning entrepreneurs, um, it was nice to have healthy competition. So what happens is there's a lot of creative juices that are flow, right? Because you're like, I want to be better than that. Guy. <laughs> right. and, and other persons, I want it. So it, what happens is it's better for society or better for the world. Because if that person the one that they were trying to figure out how to tinker, how to make Coca-Cola make improve in the like the speedy business of and then eventually became McDonald's. If that right. didn't happen, none of this stuff would exist. Right. You know, so there mm-hmm. you know, from that that actually took along them, with jobs, millions of jobs. <laughs> from McDonald's from the two brothers, he made it better. That was and then, crazy movie. And then Burger King <laughs> came along, took their ideas, and they made it better. And it just keeps going on and on and on and on because it's called healthy competition. It's better for the society. So just like in music and freestyle. It makes the other person step their game up too. Mm -hmm. Someone's putting out some music and they're like, damn, that shit is dope. I got to put out something even doper. That's Which will make you get you more money too. Right. That's that's called healthy competition. And it it makes things better. You know what I mean? So that's the way that, you know, that someone takes a song and be like, you know what? I can make a better song. And that's basically what happens. Right. So there doesn't necessarily need to be hate. Definitely. You don't want to hate your competition, but you want to be like, I want to, I want to be a couple steps ahead of them. So I'm going to put out. So I have a question. When your guests come on, your freestyle guests, do they um, have you ever had a awkward moment where they try to like dog somebody else and you got to reel them back in? No, you know, no. I, okay, I, I you know, we've had some awkward moments. So I'm just curious. I don't you know, bring the drama to my show. I don't bring. I don't bring the drama to my show. Okay, okay. good. <clears throat> you know, but you, sometimes you get that moment. one guest that wants to slip some side dig in there, and you're like, hey, whoa, whoa. Reel it on in. <laughs> they want to come out of pocket. Funny. The only time there's drama on my show is when we're talking about sex relationships or whatever else we're talking about, but we're not okay. with no party. <laughs> right? Like the male versus female type. Yeah. Funny. Funny, we were talking off air yesterday, and we won't mention any names, but there was a particular show where <clears throat> they actually were digging and, and going after each other, and she was like, yeah, I, remember, I watched that. That was So, yeah, so you, there is some... There's some <laughs> That they would let them go, right? Oh, Red, yeah. They were going. <laughs> so, Get out of here. <laughs> you got to go. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer just said it. Nope. She shuts them uh, down. She shuts them down. <laughs> she shuts them all the way down. Because I say, when you, watch, when you watch No Limits, you have to have tough skin. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And people, I, I, I allow everybody to speak their mind. You want to say something? Go ahead. You want to call me a bitch? Go ahead. It doesn't bother me. Right, but just right. Get, have a point behind it, though. I exactly. Mean, why are you calling me that for? <laughs> exactly. Why do you think- At least have a point. Make a point about it. 
And yeah. I'm gonna own it. I am a bitch. Thanks. That's real. Uh, <laughs> that's real. Real shit. Thanks that's for grown, noticing. Grown up shit, right there. Right? Yeah. So I gotta ask you a question because I know you said that these those topics are not uh, the biggest thing to you, but I know politics. But I want to ask you some questions. Uh, it necessarily doesn't need to be politics. But um, are you vaccinated? Yes, fully. Okay. Um, because I, and it was an article that, um, that was, that we were going to talk about. So, and then I'll bring it up to you and I just want to see what your thoughts are. So the Pentagon is calling for a COVID-19 threatening to national security, weighing, making the vaccination, making vaccination required as a U.S. citizen. How do you feel if the government says, look, even though you're vaccinated, we're going to make this a requirement. It's going to be against the law. If you don't do it, we'll lock you up. So my uncle is not vaccinated. I actually called him this morning and said, what do you think about that? Oh, fuck that. We're not, we're, it's communist. So what is your Damn. thought? I uh, think that nowadays this is no longer a free country because right. we no longer have freedom of speech. Okay. Mm-hmm. We no longer have freedom of speech, but I think personally about this vaccination, I think it's everybody's choice. Okay. Everybody has a choice. I don't think that they should be mandated to do it. Okay. If they want to, they they do it. If they don't, some people don't believe in it. Some people Very think true. it's right. a sign of the devil or something. Right. right. Okay. So even though right. you're vaccinated, do you still wear a mask or no mask? Yeah. <clears throat> I do. You, you still wear a mask. Okay. Yes. Same. I have lupus. And I get seizures, so I have a low immune system. Okay. So if I was to get sick, it'll knock me down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So here's a question. Being that you have lupus, which vaccination did you get? Um, Pfizer. And how was your reaction to that? I didn't have no no type of symptoms. Nothing. Because I have a friend who has lupus. The second shot, the second shot gave me a slight headache, and that's about it. Okay. And it was gone in less than 10 minutes. Yeah, I have a friend who has lupus who said that if she gets a shot, she'll only get the Johnson and Johnson one because of the lupus. <clears throat> Is she crazy? <laughs> well, that um, I don't trust it either. And I don't think she wants to get vaccinated to begin with. I think there's days that she does and days she doesn't, right. but because she's so unsure. But I she's think watching she's mostly, different stuff she's mostly worried yeah. about her lupus. Um, yeah. She doesn't really have a lot of flare-ups. Um, she's controlled it naturally for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had stated that that's why she would, you know, ha- get the Johnson Johnson because it was, made, you know, um, made differently and the way that it attacks your body. And so I was just wondering, is there any, uh, did a doctor advise you on which one to get? Or did, no. you, did you do it? I wanted the Moderna, but they had ran out. So okay. I took the Pfizer. Right. Same. I think it's all the same to me, but the Johnson and Johnson, I don't trust. Cause if you can't trust the powder, it gives you, you know, it gives you cancer. I said, you I, know, I've, been, I've been yelling the same. Why thing. you gonna put I, that I injection seen, in? Exactly. I've seen all these commercials mm-hmm. over and over. You no, know, they've been shady for a long, long time. Like, and people have died off the Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah. So last uh, political question, then we'll move on. You're killing uh, me. <laughs> Uh, like, Governor, one's enough. <laughs> Governor Cuomo is asked to resign. He did resign. What's your thoughts? Do you think that there's some sexual ex- uh, allegations that he actually did it? 
Uh, Biden did recall for him to say, look, it's time for you to step down. Uh, what's your thoughts? I know, you know, you lived in New York. Um, you know, what's your thoughts? <laughs> I can't answer <laughs> Do you think he rubbed on the booties or not? I don't know. I don't know the guy. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Good answer. <laughs> I can't speak. I can't Great speak answer. on it because I don't know him. <laughs> now, if he rubbed on my booty, then I'll tell you. <laughs> uh Alex, she did say she you know she's a big yankees fan that's the only kind of sports she like, watched hey i love Derek jeter but that's where it's so let me ask you what since you're a yankee <laughs> what was your favorite baseball player for the yankees jeter and alex rodriguez but it's only because of their good looks okay pretty much so you know hey at least we're honest right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I told them uh, before my ex-wife, we went to I, – I, I would always go. I try to make it, make it like a every season thing when they play the Yankees just because I love, you know, the battle. And I got some tickets right behind third base when A-Rod was playing. And, uh, and yeah, my wife at the time, she didn't talk to me like the whole game. She was just looking at him and shit. So. <laughs> I, like, I like going to the Yankee games. Even if they lose, I love it. Just the atmosphere. I love it. Right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm only into baseball and basketball. I'm not into football. I don't understand that. I think it's barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't. I, know. I love football. You see that? I can't I'm get into cash. it. They, you know how right. many people have tried to Pick explain me it to me? I just, right. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like a blonde. I'd be like, what? Uh, when it comes to, oh my, see, God. I love I love football. I'm, I'm I don't understand that. I can't get into. I it. like a sport yeah, where they right. like to tackle each other and they're punching and shit. Well, I see hockey is good too. Old hockey. That's, we that's awesome, though, good, but like, there's uh, more fights than old yeah. hockey. This is hot. Right. So that's pretty much all I had, Red Queen. I want to appreciate. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Much. Yeah, for thank you for thank you for I'm joining gonna, us. I'm gonna yeah, check the show out for sure. Yeah, if you have any, else if you need any help, definitely reach out. I'll definitely help you out. Um, so I appreciate it. Yes. To you, he'll give you the word on the street discount. Yeah. You told me I can't that wait you, to tune in. I want to hear all. I yeah, hear all the I, I am interested. So, too, is sure. there a time frame that you do you have your show? No. No. Okay. So, but I'll tag you guys. No limits. Man, no time Facebook, limits. No time. You. No nothing. Yes, That's tag me, please. I'll tag. Request me. Requ yeah, request me. Tag me. Let's do I just this. I want to follow you on Instagram. So, so yeah, definitely. If you want to give your handles. So they can follow you on your show so they can see they get their notifications. So if you want to drop your handle for me real quick, how do they find you? Red Queen. <laughs> no limits. <laughs> it it literally comes What's up. What's your like Instagram? That. It's just like that. You, you put in Red Queen like No that. Limits and, and yeah. I come out. Your Instagram as well. I'll say like Queen? my she friend Ricky, like freestyle Ricky says, Google me, bitch. <laughs> hey. Man, there you go. That's definitely a t shirt right there. He's there got the t-shirt out. <laughs> He's Believe got me, the t-shirt. Oh, oh, yeah, I've seen him. That's dope. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks again. It. So, how they follow Rick? Me. How do they follow? Where <laughs> you heard that right? Is basically you type in Red Queen, no limits, and follow her on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, catch her show uh, daily, weekly. <clears throat> and, uh, like I said, appreciate you coming on. Much love. If you much Google it, it'll come out. Everything will come out. Much love. 
You have a good night. You have a good Thank night. You guys, you guys have a good Bye. night. Thanks for you joining. Have a great night. You too, honey. Bye. 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 <laughs> we got the giggles funny. there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> She's funny. That's so how are you guys doing it? So I want to tell you a story. So when I uh, <laughs> when I got back from Detroit, right we're all there. just gonna laugh for a minute. Let's get it all out. Yeah, uh, I can't got back from Detroit. And I was telling Tori, uh, man, I feel a little itch, and you know, I got a little headache, and you know, just congested. And I was like, man, that fucking stinky mitten. Did I get sick mm-hmm. again? Man, you that was over a week ago. You still trying the to dirty mitten? Trying to blame over here. Yeah, I'm trying to blame you. That's, that's why when you come down here, you shouldn't, I'm trying to point you shouldn't be trying to drag me out. I'm trying to point them out. When I, I come back, I'm way. loading up on my vitamin C and my right. zinc. And- so well, I did get tested on Monday. I did the rapid. I didn't um, I didn't let the game mm-hmm. over because I was like, look, I just want to make sure. Right. So I got that's the rapid. a good idea. I got the rapid on Monday. It took me almost a week to get it. I could have got the other Damn. one, but I probably could have. Really? That long? Yeah, Man, I probably could have gone out, yeah, out quicker, but just taking the other one and waited three right. days. Right. But 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 the percentage, the percentage is, is like 20% less or something, ain't it? I, I don't think. know. I just wanted to wrap it. I wanted <laughs> right. to know immediately. Uh, my ex-wife said, you just probably didn't, you probably just didn't want to do shit all week. That's why you waited. Oh. But wow. uh, I got it up. Hashtag, on- hashtag wow. Yeah, I had, I had <laughs> they gave me my results well, in about, about 20 minutes. They said, you're negative. You're good to go. Um, so <clears throat> there it is. So I, it guess, is. I guess I was overthinking that I was sick. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I hope I don't have this. You no, know, there's, listen, there's other sicknesses than COVID, right? You can right. get a cold. You can get a cold. You can get something respiratory. You can have allergies. You know, everybody... And and it's kind of like I've it's seen like some everybody forgot about the joking. flu, the cold, all kinds, of, everything else. I will Nobody say, I will say this though, because everybody has been being overly cautious and has been wearing masks and have been washing their hands more than that. It has drastically right. dropped colds and flu and passings of other things. Right. Right. Common sense. That's, that's good. That's and why I haven't I've heard always, nobody say nothing about that either. Your your dad's a well, that's Excellent what has, point. yeah, you know, that's why I've always stood behind wearing the mask <clears throat> prior to COVID. And I'll right. say it, uh, I've said it a million times, being a parent of a special needs child, it's right. something that's always been a staple in our home, especially right. a special needs child that had a significant respiratory issues. It's always right. been a staple. I learned it from a very long time ago, especially when either he was feeling under the weather or I was feeling under the weather. And we went into public places where I knew we were a little, you know, compromised. Right. I would always wear it even to go get, even to go, you know, you look at people who do nails and hair and all those, they've been doing it for a long time. People in the medical industry, they've, you know, if you, before yeah. COVID, because after COVID they would steal them. But I don't know how yeah. often you guys would take, uh, trips to the hospital. Unfortunately, I had been there quite a bit, and they would have stands. They would have stands with masks on the stands before COVID. This was a normal thing to put a mask on just in case you were compromised, you weren't feeling good, right. good, vice versa. Right. But after COVID, they had to take those stands down because they were right. in such high demand and people right. were taking the whole yeah, box, you know what? right? Real, real quick, this I isn't was something say, I was that's just new. Say that, that reminds me of, you know, when you say that, like, 
they do it, you know, when, um, you know, during the pregnancy or during, you know, when yeah. the woman's giving birth, you know, back mm-hmm. in the, you know, back in the day, you would see them, the fathers come in and they'd be, you know, head, head and toe. And, and like, why, it, it just everyone, it's like, it seems like everyone got lazy. The system got lazy. The hospitals got lazy, whatever you want to call it. Well, but, I think know. too, a lot of people, when all this happened, they, uh, they're, let's face it. A lot of people have never been in that predicament where they felt you know, that they've tripped. I know somebody who's never even really been to a hospital or had to take their children to a hospital. How would they know that this right. is a common practice, right? right. So now they want to question it um, because they're uneducated on what a mask can really do. And, and right. nothing is 100% guaranteed except death, yeah. right? We yeah. all have learned that. If there's anything we've learned over the past year and a half, it's that death is guaranteed um, compared to anything else in the world, right? Tomorrow is never promised. But, yeah. you know... When you're uneducated about it, and you want to question certain things, but you want to block out the things that make common sense. And yes, it's not 100% guaranteed. But even if it's 50%, if I can stop 50% of what I'm sneezing on you and you're sneezing on me and breathing in, I get <coughs> every single percent of that 50. Every yeah. single percent. I so, every percent. You know, it's definitely, again, it's definitely significantly lowered <laughs> the the things of, you know, Colds, flus, infections, respiratory, you know, sniffles, all that. Right. You can say it hasn't, but again, how many times have you had a cold this year? If you've been wearing a mask, how many times have you been cold? Or right. how many times, and, and, and even if you're not wearing a mask, like how many that, times so. have you been wearing, even if you're not wearing a mask no. or after <clears> the <throat> mandate was lifted in certain areas, mm-hmm. um, just because of those other people wearing one, I can guarantee you the times that you've had a cold has been less. I, and, I, and I'm just, this is just me, sh- wild shot in the dark, but just knowing how many times I've, I've no family members, friends, people being sick from respiratory illnesses have drastically cut. Right. Well, no, you know what's scaring the shit out of me? And I think maybe, I don't know, anxiety or whatever, but this whole Delta variant, it really scares mm-hmm. me. I mean, like, you see. The whole you see, thing is scary. Yeah, well, you see, you know, the, you said that article but i posted it on our um, news our, our news uh, feed you know the guy that you know is dying in bed and he's the like gym teacher yeah i should have got the i should have got mm-hmm. the shot so many people Just in a the few hospital. days ago yeah there's so many people in the hospital i should have got the shot uh, why didn't i get the shot you know what i mean this is right. scary yeah yeah you got you know yeah. you guys gonna say you got those you know the couple of players you know we talked a little bit about Kirk cousins and uh, the running back Lamar Jackson saying like he, they're they're like no fighting it yeah and, and Lamar Jackson had it had COVID twice he already had it twice and he's still kind of on the fence they say about getting it and I mean it's I, I don't know I I think it's very selfish yeah that for and, to do, and to I do think that for, and, for I mean it's their choice but perfect you do you guys know any okay so somebody had had a poll the other day on their page and they asked just to answer with a number. How many people have you, and you could answer two numbers, number of affected people that have had COVID and number of deaths. If you knew any affected that they knew and the number of deaths that they knew of. And I, and I don't think I've seen one person on there say that they didn't know somebody that has been affected and or died. Everybody knew somebody that was affected and yeah. everybody knew somebody that died over like there was nobody that knew somebody under three people that died. And she had a 
a huge response to this poll. And whether you believe it or not, that death is real. You can't tell me that even the unknown and you think this is fake and you think this is a breach against your, you know, your rights and all these other things. um, Death is real. And if that's not scary to you. (laughs) Hey, look, Tori, or both you guys, when I seen last year, when I seen posts from nurses, and stories, mm-hmm. and I was, mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I, I was, I was in. I was like, I'm not, go- I didn't go nowhere, and I believed it. I was like, this shit is real. <laughs> when I seen all the caskets, and was was that Italy? When mm-hmm. in the very beginning, like, and what about the semis even, in New York? Yeah, where they were just, I mean, they had to bury people just in the ground. I mean, like, parent family couldn't even see them. And I, I always think about that. You know, my father passed, you know, prior to in 2019, and I was like, man, I. Yeah, imagine. Can't imagine, can't imagine what, how it, it would have been. You know, we mm-hmm. were blessed to have everything happen the way it did. You know, and, uh, you know, and um, I was, I can't imagine how the family, you know, it would have been so bad. And I had a couple friends pass away. And, I, and I think COVID often. And, and, and yeah, and mm-hmm. and just the thing that hurt so much, and it would all on again, off again. When you're not going to where you think about it a lot more, or That's at least right. I did. I would yeah. think about the families, and I'm like, God, Lee, like. You know, it, you, you know, maybe a couple of weeks to go by and then they'll pop in your head again. Wow. I wonder how the, the mother's doing. I wonder how the mm-hmm. family's doing. It's just so heartbreaking. It's just like, you know, wow. So I met a young man recently who said he didn't believe in it. It was, you know, was they, yeah, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. His parents are originally from England. And so they came over here. His dad worked for one of the big three. Um, they came over. Uh, to, they're in Michigan. And um, so it's just him. Well, it was his mom and dad and his him and his sister. And the rest of their family is over in Europe. But he said in November, his father passed away from COVID. His oh. father was fine. He, this is a young man, 23 years his old. His father lived in, in England or over here? Nope. Oh. They're all in Detroit. Okay. And um, yeah, Metro yeah. Detroit area, like Warren area, Sterling Heights. Um, but but it's just them for the rest of their extended family is in England. And so, you know, they're like, oh, they, they he said it's not that bad because over there it was really bad. But but in right. Detroit, it wasn't nearly compared. You know, they had got hit right. first over overseas. So, he, right. he, you know, his family wasn't taking it seriously. And his dad had a little he's what they thought was a little cold one week. One week he had a little wow. cold. He said, I left. Um, the house that day, my dad left. He was fine. Two hours later, he couldn't breathe. Oh my goodness! And they rushed him to the hospital, and his dad died within four days. Wow! Twenty-three-year-old young man, and I, and you know, we when we started talking, he had asked me why I was in Detroit, and I said I was giving my son a memorial. Right. And that's when he broke down out of nowhere and said, my dad died in November from COVID. And I just, I said, can I give you a hug? Like, I know we're not supposed to be hugging. I have a mask on. Right. I'm going to hold my breath. I'm sanitized. I just had to give him a hug because to see him crying under that mask and to see what yeah. it, it took his best friend. He said, me and my dad were the closest. And not only that, he said, my mother is having such a hard time because this was, the love of her life. They both came from England to America to right, make something right, of themselves right. and have this wonderful home and this life. 
And then he told me Jeez. about how his mm-hmm, about how his dad three months prior took out a different policy um, in their mortgage so that if he ever passed away, the home would be you know taken care of. And he did it right. only three months before he passed, not knowing. Wow. He, he was telling me wow. all the synchronicities and how much he said, you know, if there if there was anybody that was a skeptic, tell them my story because it's true. Right. My dad was here, and within ten days, he was gone. Wow. And I just cried and cried, yeah. and I and 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 I just I continuously play that over in my head when somebody tells me that because it yeah. doesn't just affect you or the person on the street you don't know, but you have yeah. to think about your loved ones. <clears throat> yeah, and I like, see your comment, Connie. Yes, um, Alex and I both are vaccinated. Yeah, I got well. mine in April, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I get mm-hmm. my- I got mine in June. I'm getting my third vaccine in the tip of my penis, but hey. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so nice. tell us how that goes. Put a little cream on it. And speaking of dads, uh, I want to tell everybody thanks for Hell. reaching out. <laughs> thanks for reaching out to me. My daddy's doing a lot better. He's uh, it's been nine days. Alex, I talked to Alex today. I talked to Tori every day too. Um, you know, I I think he moved from ICU to the next stage, and I think they're they're trying to put him to the uh, next stage. So he's doing recovery. Um, and uh, he's doing great. So it's thanks, awesome. everybody. Thanks. He's moving along. Yeah. So he's hopefully he'll be home soon. Like maybe next week sometime. Yes. So. so I told awesome. him I was gonna I was gonna send him a one legged stripper as soon as he gets home. So. She can dance in a circle. Yeah. One thing at a time, man. Let his heart <laughs> let his heart rate get back down to normal first. Relax. Listen, he's gonna be <laughs> laughing. I don't think his heart rate's gonna go up. He's just gonna be laughing the entire time. Get him a major stripper. So, yeah, I wanna you know, make it simple. With a fucking, Keep it simple. With a peg. Yeah. <laughs> so she can spin on the peg. Oh, she can just man. spin. Spin on so. the peg. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something off of that, and I can't even. I was, think I was that right. I'm gonna leave let that it, alone. Let it go, Alex. Let it go. Let I was have that moment. <laughs> Alex a clip one of my favorite parts in uh, something about Mary, where he oh he, my god, he hit, oh hit Marky Post. I yeah, can't he, she passed away. Hmm. I grew up watching her on Night Court, man. Oh well, no. Well, we're talking. Yeah, about Yeah, I know, I know, but I just it dawned on me that she's in there, obviously. Yeah, yeah, she's in stepmom. Yeah. Oh, and, I totally forgot. She yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's why I brought it up. She was so oh. hot. She was hot even in that in that movie. I was like, oh my god, because you didn't. I didn't see her for so long. I'm sorry. I'm just marking yeah, no. out for Marky Post, but yeah, she. Yeah, uh, I always thought she was so beautiful. I, 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 <laughs> we'll go into this thing, but you know, I uh, one of the things that I watched with my mom. And we, you know, it was Night Court. I watched Cheers, uh, Night Court with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody said that with my, with my father. As soon as, as soon as Mash came on, I went to bed. But Night Court, yeah, that's that is so funny. You say that, yep. yeah. Just I, that yeah. song would get me tired. Yeah, instantly. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I, my, my my dad was my dad was still watching. He loved it. But like, I, I was like, yeah, yeah love Mash. My mom loved Mash, but God. I watched. I, I I love Bull. I loved uh, I loved uh, the old lady yeah. that with Bull's uh, the other <laughs> the other lady that, that brought a laugh out of me. You know, that, that yeah, that shit just shot out of me. I'm sorry, but uh, I, the old the original one with the glasses, right? Yeah, 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 she yeah. Always chain smoking. 
I just yeah. pictured. I just pictured. That's why I'm. Oh my god. Oh my god. I like. Uh, but and you know that's crazy because um, I forgot his name, but uh, he played Mac on her. He had. He just passed away a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, too. Mac, so yeah, um, two of, two of them gone. That's crazy. Yeah. And I think uh, the the judge he uh, he passed too right he passed too the judge he used to he was a comedian no I don't think he passed away I think he did I don't know I didn't see I didn't hear nothing but oh okay mm. there was there was yeah, Lee had a lot of characters on it um, yeah John Larroquette was the best yeah oh, yeah they, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was great, it was a great show but what I was saying was I was the rest the reason why I brought it up uh, the seven minute abs you know I love. <laughs> I love that little skit. Like, you heard of this eight-minute abs? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm watching seven-minute abs. Oh, we lost that. <laughs> <laughs> seven-minute abs. And it was like, goes, and we guarantee that it's just as good as the eight minutes. And if, if you're not happy with the seven minutes, we'll send you the minute for free. We'll Did send it? you the minute for free. <laughs> He's like, Here's a, you want in? <laughs> you want it? That was hilarious. He's like, wait a minute. What if they come out with six minute dabs? And he goes, Yeah, yeah he starts twitting and shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Seven is the key. Seven. Seven. Seven is the key. Seven. Don't you remember that nursery song? Seven? Yeah, he said. Oh. Like, seven like, little seven little Indians or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> you can't even get your heart. Dude, it was hilarious. That whole scene was just crazy. <laughs> Guy with had he had a dead. You don't remember that scene? Sorry, he had a, he was holding a dead body. He picked up the tractor. He was holding a dead body, wrapped in a sleeping bag. <laughs> no. Hilarious. Check that out. Send me the clip. And then there's a rest stop comes up and he and you know. What's his name? I forget. And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I gotta second, go. Yeah. I gotta go pee. So he just pulls over. And he's like, I'll be back. He, was, he said, like, all, he said, you know, all rest stops are uh, are, are all you know, rest stops are are stops for for gay for gay people. Yeah. And the cops show up and flash the lights on. They're like, freeze. And yeah, all, these, all these guys are together in the field yeah. and shit. It's crazy. Oh. It's yeah, their bathhouses for for gays. It That's was it was a uh, uh, what was it uh, the brothers uh, the far it was a Farley brothers movie. Same Farley ones brothers. that did you know mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber and shit. So it, it was that, oh um that type of comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was so. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great movie. <clears throat> um, but she was in it, and that's the reason why I brought it up. Uh, she was the right. she was um, what's her name's mom at the time uh, in the in the in the movie, uh, and then you know that's when Frank and Beans when he hit the zipper because he he mm-hmm. was he was staring through the window and you know oh he they, was watching out the window I remember that part yeah he was staring out the window yeah he zips and it he got and it caught in the well see I told you yeah he died man Harry what? Anderson died no oh, did he okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought he died. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, the Frankie Beans. Too many. He, he's like, and you know, the mother comes. She goes, "How did you get the? How did you get the zipper above the ball? You know." Oh. <laughs> and then she tries to. She sprays it. <laughs> She's. It's all fucking bleeding. She sprays it. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like, ah, like that was. Did it was they, um, did- did it say how she passed? 
Uh, uh, it was uh, cancer, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, cancer. Uh, what's her name? Melissa Joan Hart. I know you know who mm-hmm. that is. <laughs> she. Well, mm-hmm. oh, I guess they did something together, and she posted a picture and um, um, Aww. just giving her love and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah, she. I guess she was fighting it for a while. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When posted in the news thing, I was like, no, not her. That <laughs> fever never. Yeah. sweeteners. Commercial. It's like every week. Every week, there's a handful or something. It's mm-hmm. just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so don't know. I'm speechless. Uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've had so, a few friends lost some some children this past week. So it's a lot. Right. You know, that's uh, another reason. Like we have all these things that we're battling. What if we could right. lessen one of them, <laughs> and you know it could? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to do that? You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Hey, Red, we see you. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So we'll move on to entertainment. Robin comes out in the latest comic book as bisexual. Yeah, I figured that. Have you ever been to one of his concerts before? No, no. Batman and Robin. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were talking about Robin. (laughs) But but either way, no. Okay. Was you thinking about Robin Thicke? I was. He's sexy. Yeah, I thought he was laying it down. (laughs) You were like, you 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 wouldn't have been surprised if that's no. Totally was like, yeah, you know, not even. You see the the way he's resting it on concert. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Robin, call me. The boy won. He's bisexual. I'm just gonna ignore that. We're gonna ignore. I don't think this is simple. I know you're going through. I've been they called him the Wonder Boy. You're you're holding out your <laughs> to a version of yourself you think you have to be fit. Let it go. Figure out what's along, uh, what's want along the way. I guess he was trying to explain that he was at that time that he's bisexual. But uh, the boy he's wonder. Bi- I don't he's believe bisexual it's a or he's gay, and he's just saying it because he doesn't want to fully come out. Yeah. So the boy wonder has come out, and he is bisexual. No, he's not. You think he's just gay? <laughs> I was like, no, he's not. You know, he's not. So I was never a, a I guess, a um, Boy Wonders fan. I was always a Batman fan, but wasn't Robin fan. So, listen, you're bisexual. You're bisexual. I'm okay with that. It is what it is. Right. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You flip a coin in the morning. I'm just wondering. No. What? <sighs> Morning. Sometimes you're attracted to certain people. Like I think women are gorgeous. I'm I'm attracted to both. Are That's you? What it is. Mm-hmm. Drake, you're a beautiful man. Women are hot, and not all women are hot <laughs> either. You know, not all men are hot. It it. But well, there's, a, there's, there's a thing some that... people though that are completely uncomfortable with, like, like <laughs> I dated I dated a guy who was totally comfortable with saying, oh, that's a good-looking dude. Like, wow, whoa, bro, save some pussy for the rest of us, right? <laughs> like, call it out. Say what it is. And then I dated a guy who's like, if I, it, it, I couldn't even dare say, wow, dude, that's a nice – it could be an older gentleman, right? It could be It could be anybody. It could be an old guy where you're like, dude, that old man right there, he was hot back in his day, right? right. Totally could say that. 
He's like, what? Like, calm down, bro. I didn't say go suck his dick. I said he was not good looking back in the day, right? He just got so defensive about it. Damn, that's so defensive, so insecure, so homophobic that you can't even talk about it. And it's like, I don't know. If you love yourself and you love your human beings, it is what it is. Thanks, Connie. You're hot too, boo. <laughs> like you just stuff. have to be comfortable in who you are, and if you, <clears throat> right. uh, right. I don't know, I see beauty in both sexes. So I'm definitely not seeing beauty in the in like an end table. You know, how some people are attracted to objects. That's not me. <laughs> um, not a pansexual. No, I mean, I mean, if you are, you are. I can't see myself having an attachment like a um a right. sexual favoring like a piece of furniture i just right it's not my thing i it's not my thing i don't not turn <laughs> i'm not getting turned on by the end table you can attach to a vibrator to it now you just stick it right on and you guys can have yeah but i don't not like oh meet my boyfriend <laughs> you know right. and then i like wave it at people this is, this is corner Meet my boyfriend, Corner. <laughs> I sit on his lap a lot. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> no. I I ride him often. Oh, sorry. We go for rides often. We go for rides often. Rides in the, rides in the park. Rides in the park. Yeah. In the, in the dark. No. <laughs> I don't know. Not like, No. But hey, whatever floats your boat, that's what you're into. And oh, when I see the porn and the girl, it's uh, the, the fucking the thing on the table, and she gets on top of it and she starts riding. I'm like, that is so dangerous. Like I'm thinking this business <laughs> about to most fall. accidents happen in your household too. <laughs> you're like, this damn, bitch, you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> to fall off a table on her face, you know hey, what I mean? Ron, she's wearing a life alert. She'll be all right. <laughs> Give her a life I mean, alert. She's doing, some, right. she's doing some spider shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't crack your motherfucking corner of your eye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just to ride a fucking, you know, a dick. Right. I, I, oh. I'm going to need you to go somewhere that's not sharp on the edges. You got my anxiety all the way up. Man, she's literally <laughs> a little rough around the edges. I just yeah. had to Can you stick that to the wall that's flat? Because yeah. that, you, can't, you can't hurt yourself on the flat wall. He said, I'm thinking, damn, bitch, that's dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> bitch, don't hurt herself. I, I, I don't think I could ever watch a porn again that's got some dildo <laughs> stuff to an end table no more. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, okay, no. Connie's asking a question here. Speaking of yes. vibrators, Tori, have you seen the popular vibrator that is shaped like a rose? It's a clit sucker. I have seen that. Mm-hmm. I've seen the videos of the women reactions to it too when they ask them about it. Have you seen those videos? No. I have not tried it though, but I mean, I should put it on my Amazon wish list. I'm okay <laughs> with somebody purchasing it for me. Right, each color. Damn. Yeah, whatever. You know, a gift's a gift. Mm-hmm. I like flowers. I like roses. So I love those uh, dipped roses. Uh, mm-hmm. those, those 24 the wax characters. ones, Steven Singer, what are you talking about? buddy, singer, 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 yeah. Oh, Steven yeah, yeah, singer. yeah. I love, I love those roses. 
If they don't die. Oh. They're sponsored. Uh, they sponsor a, a podcast I listen to. Yeah, I hate and, you. Uh, J- uh, Chris Jericho's podcast, and they. Yeah. I, I so checked them out. They, they look pretty cool. They look yeah. pretty cool. Connie, send me that link. Connie, send me that link. She said I. She said it. Um, it'll make you come one minute. Multiple. Yeah, you get ten percent off, Connie, if you send her the link. Best forty Damn. forty dollars you'll ever spend. <laughs> You seen that vibrator that it's like a smart vibrator or whatever? You give it to your girlfriend, you can control it remotely. I have. Yeah, from the phone. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. You know, mm-hmm. remote control. That's fun. I want to go out. Twenty. Try it on somebody outside, like at the at the mall or something. Well, you got <laughs> somebody. You, you ever you seen those put videos? It on them. I know. Oh, you that's mean like I your said. girlfriend? I want to try it on somebody. That's not like, what I thought you said. I heard like, you wrong. Goes anywhere. You see how <laughs> I'm like react. just somebody. You're like, you're like a madman. <laughs> well, <shit>. yeah. <laughs> take- <laughs> no, just, yeah, I would have like <laughs> make sure my phone well, is fully charged. Whole, like, yeah, just do huh? it at a restaurant or something, right? You just sitting there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, um, table twelve. I think she has Tourette. Something's happening to her. Wasn't it that movie Sleepless? Can't stop laughing. Sleeping in Seattle with Tom Hanks, where weren't they having an orgasm at a dinner table at a restaurant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to yeah. do that. To somebody, we should do that, Tori. Go to the okay. <laughs> oh, time picking me up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I wonder if we can get kicked out. Oh, oh, that's easy. We bo- can we get Guys, kicked just- out? Come on. Guys should put it on each other and see what happens. <laughs> have a race, have a battle and shit. Like playing a fucking video Can game. we get kicked out? Is that a challenge? <laughs> right. <laughs> How long can you last? Right. Yeah. You definitely get kicked out. Neither one of us can say. I got put in. He gets put in Facebook jail. I got put in fucking marketplace jail. There's no way we can stay in a, oh like a real God. place. Right. We're getting kicked out for sure. That'd be a good out. story though. Yeah. <laughs> so digital underground's shock g uh oakland to honor him with a celebration of good deeds and good music oh that was kind of cool the city of oakland yeah for sure yeah kind of sad that he's he passed um, no. No. Yeah. especially when you guys played that the um the um it was accidental you know clip accident. the other day uh, accidentally overdose. Well, I mean, do people really do that on purpose? No, it was, uh, he had, uh, whatever you call that, not fentanyl in it. So that's how there was, that's what happened. It Too was like, man. So, so many. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We'll move on to, I guess, like the business world. And I wanted to post this because it's kind of crazy. Like, uh, you know, there's shortage here, shortage there. McDonald is dealing with the bag, bag with bag shortages due to the pressure of the industry. Uh, Listen, McDonald's- before you continue, I went to Son- I'm sorry to cut you off. I went to yeah. Sonic yesterday and ordered. Um, we we went and ordered like the largest size slushy they had. Mm-hmm. She had a straw this big. She said <laughs> we're having a. She said I'm sorry due to national straw. Shortage. Like, what are you guys cutting them in half? What the fuck? Literally, Maybe. she goes, national straw shortage. I just want you to know when you put they it down in are. here. 
it's going to go all the way down in. So you're not going to be able to get you just drink it to, you know, like she like gave me like a disclaimer. Right. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so and then when you sent me that, I instantly thought, I'm like, they really are having a shortage. Yeah, it says McDonald's is facing bag surge due to pressure of the industry. Wall Street uh, Journal reports over the past year, the majority of restaurants across this, uh, across and saw most of businesses coming from a takeout delivery order, which required to use more bags. And you, uh, you usual, about 81% of restaurant mm-hmm. businesses take out delivery over the past 12 months. So that's what's causing the yeah. shortage. So, yeah, there it is. What are they going to do in the next short oh, shutdown? Really? Yeah, that's right. What was the name of it? I thought it was Sleepless in Seattle. What was it called? No, they had a. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was, the, was the orgasm. I don't know what I was thinking about Tom Hanks. <laughs> I know. I'm like Tom Hanks doing a scene like that. What the hell? Mm. Don't, <laughs> don't remember that one. <laughs> it was Billy, Billy Crystal. <laughs> yeah, it was Billy Crystal. Like, I ain't seen Tom Hanks do nothing like that since, like, what, Forrest Gump or Bosom Buddy? Bosom Buddy. Bosom Buddy. (laughs) Thinking the same shit I am. Right. It was was Billy Crystal. He's like, uh, what was the thing that, and the movie? How do you know what? Remember during, uh, damn, Analyze This? He was telling Jelly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know what this? Oh, how do you? What is it? How can you talk about the second thing when you haven't talked about the first thing or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And you were slapping him. Man, I got that on my on my uh, watch list. I got oh, that. that's that's yeah, that's I was what I was, was gonna, I was, gonna, I was just about to say that, but I didn't. On know. My phone. Yeah, what movie? Meg Ryan. <laughs> yes, when Harry met Sally. Yeah, that she was, was in. She, you just got confused because she was in both of those, right? Thank I you, Carmen. Yeah. yeah. So some sad news. I know Tori uh, cheered up probably when I said this. Hawaiian Airlines uh, dog death, heat exhaustion. Um, you know, they, he, the guy accused that they uh, basically killed his, his pup. Yeah, don't ever send me a story like that again. That was so sad. two-year-old <laughs> emotional support dog who died while traveling with Hawaiian Airlines believed that his pup had was suffered from a very painful death and he wanted authorities to investigate the dog and <laughs> Pitbull named uh, Louis. Louis. Hey, Louis had a body temperature of 107, which was bloody with nails worn down to to the quick, according to results. Oh, he was right. trying, trying to get, get out. out. Oh, baby. Couldn't get out. So. Mm. Yeah, it's that a whole one. Like, oh to name to this guy's name. <laughs> It's because he about to sue these motherfuckers. There's to Louis. Oh, God rest his soul. Yeah, he bought sad ass story, man. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's like four thirty, and I'm getting teary. I was I'm getting fucking, teary. Oh my shit. god! I was really going through them real quick, but yeah, yeah hopefully, uh, the fuck out of them. Won't you? Oh my god! Yeah, he's flying for free, yeah. and that shows you how you know it was only like a five, like five degrees difference, four to five degrees. I mean, how critical? I mean, how you no. Know, um, that poor baby fought that too. Is. That could be something like that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. It's terrible. Yeah, there's, there's so deserve, many. We, you know, humans don't deserve animals. I was about to dogs. say there's it's, so many people in the world 
you know, thinking about wrestling yesterday, this guy said there's so many people in this business that don't deserve to be in the business. There's so many people in the world that don't have pets more than one and don't even deserve to have none. I watch a friend of mine who um, runs the Detroit um, dog, DCAA, yeah, Animal Rescue Rescue in Detroit. And oh, it's so heartbreaking to see. Oh, is it the, the one work. by any chance? Sorry to cut you off. Off of mm-hmm. uh, like Schaefer and is it that one right there or no? Um, uh, honestly, Oakwood Schaefer or something like that or no? I don't. I don't or is that Rotunda? I don't know if that's where it's located. It's I been have, there forever, I, you know, like forever. That's why I'm. I'm just. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. It's the um, animal <clears throat> rescue. It's those, the. Um, Association DCAA, I think it's okay, the abbreviation okay. for it. Um, okay. But you know, it, it's so sad seeing her posts because she mm. she just takes in these dogs and she is such an angel. Literally, just rehabs them back to health. Right, finds mm-hmm. them fosters, finds them forever homes, uh-huh. finds you know people to donate. And and the other day mm-hmm. she made a post like. Um, about a week ago, maybe a little over a week ago, that said they got a call from upper, you know, higher up and said that they had right. to euthanize like somewhere close to, don't quote me, like around like 80 dogs. It was like, you need to euthanize these dogs. Mm. And she wow. put out a call to everybody on her page and got every single dog in place. Oh my God. How many was and it? Like, it was up there, like 80-something dogs. Wow, it was a lot. It was awesome. a lot, right? It was over 50. It was like, you need to, yeah, we need to make room. And they only have enough room for so many dogs. And, right. and when you have them coming in at, you know, every day, so many, so many, so many, it's like, what do you do? But yeah. rely on your friends and the people. You and then, you know, It's like impossible to keep up. And and she the, the miracles them. that she works. And when we were in Detroit, I... I really wanted to go volunteer there. So I had messaged her because me and Dom wanted to go volunteer. We wanted to just, you know, play with, just play with them, right? Even if it's just play right. with them, they just need love, right? And human contact. But because of COVID, they weren't allowing nobody to come. So you had to go through this whole spiel. Like you had, you couldn't even do like their visitor's day was cut as well. So you had to, you know, I think it was like you had to fill out an application, kind of maybe a background. Don't quote me, yeah, but something like that, where yeah. it was like we we would we weren't even going to be in town long enough to be able to do that. And I was so sad because I wanted to go right. so bad, seeing them posted every day, and wanting to foster one, and I can't because I'm so far yeah. away. And it's just like, <laughs> right. you just oh, I would take them all you if wanted, I could. You, you want to do something and you can't. That's I would have one worse. myself if I could. You know, just just a rescue. It's just they need us. They really do, and we don't deserve animals. They're so amazing. They just give unconditional love, even when you're a whole piece of shit. They still unconditionally love you. <laughs> you right. know, like I didn't know, know where my, that. I didn't know where my cat was at for like five hours and shit. I started looking around and wondering. Mm-hmm. I, I started. Panic. I started. I started thinking like that. I was oh my god, like, I, and I don't want to be sound harsh. I was like, God, like, you know, deep. See, under the bed, I don't even want to say it. You just start right? thinking things. I'm like so used to I will cut. never and forget. And he comes up. I started giving him treats all baby. One time like in, <laughs> in Michigan, you know, I had a, I had a, my backyard was really long. And it, my side mm. of the street, the backyard's always flooded. I guess it used to be swampland, you know, back in the day. So whenever it would rain or the snow would melt, half the backyard would be 
it looked like a little lake, right? right? A right. little pond. And one day it was freezing cold <laughs> and the snow melted and the backyard was a lake and I was looking for my eight pound shoe still. And I couldn't find him anywhere, right? Oh. And he's blind and he's black and white. And I look out the back door after I'm searching oh, no. for him for like a good 20 minutes, half hour. Uh -huh. And I see something white floating in the water. Oh in the my backyard. goodness. I oh. take off how, running, how, how literally. This was just like five years ago. Oh, wow. Three, four, five years okay. ago. It was right before, about a year and a half, two years before I moved out of Michigan. Okay. I take off running and I like oh Superman right. jump off the deck. Superman. And I, you ever see somebody run in water before? It's like knees to chest run. Like yeah. you're like, like, you know, you were I'm probably like, that's, that's probably like the fastest you ever ran in your life. Probably. Oh <laughs> like my God. And everything <laughs> I run. I get to the back of the yard. We had a big ass yard. I get to the fucking back of the yard. It's a fucking gro white grocery bag. It was not my dog. Oh my Please God. God. But Thank I God. tell you, in that split I second, I looked like a whole ass Olympic runner running through the. And this ice, this water was like, take your breath away, fucking cold. Right. And I'm but short, I, I so the water's you, up to I my can fucking thighs. Just picture you walking. Um, you know, up to the window, just taking a glance. Because I'm looking for him. I'm looking, I'm looking. I can't find him. You just happen to look out the window. Like, right. You just reacted. And he wasn't answering nobody. He was sleeping. Like, I'm asleep. And we couldn't fucking find him. When I saw that fucking white thing, it, man, my whole heart dropped. You, right. I, I can't believe I didn't fucking sprain an ankle jumping off that deck like that. I, I turned into an Olympic gold medalist right. in the fucking water. <laughs> right? right? You would have killed it at the 40-yard uh... mm -hmm. But oh, that just that feeling to know that my pet had possibly hurt. I, I couldn't right. even imagine hurting the animal. So right. my my heart goes out to that poor man who lost his, yeah. his, Louis, his baby Louie. Two years Louis old, fought. too. Puppy. Mm -hmm. Damn puppy. But. Yeah, they're about to change that airlines to his name. I'm flying. Louis Airlines. <laughs> Louis I'm flying Louis Airlines. <laughs> Louis Airlines. Louis Airways. <laughs> Should be. So, so you know, I, as a biker, I always want to go to Sturdish. 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 Sturgis. Can't even talk. Um, but that's with you. Until COVID's over, I'm not going there. Look at I'm that. Excited. <laughs> Look I, at I, I turned oh. it down. This is COVID heaven. COVID um, heaven. Yeah, it's like a whole COVID cesspool. My cousins are there. I was invited to go, and I'm like, nope, can't do it. Look at they got this. a mansion that they're renting and wow. everything. Look at that. I know I've seen the pictures. I was like, mm -hmm. hey, my God. Have you ever been before? No, I've been wanting to go. And my sister was going this year. But, of course, my dad had the heart attack. And mm. she ended up not going. But then when she saw those pictures, she was like, fuck, you know, Dad, I would never yeah. go. COVID. I, have a, I have some friends who um, they work, they work at, they bartend, right? And they, you know, okay. all that fun stuff. So I was invited with them last year. And I'm so glad that I turned it down, um, especially with everything, you know, with my son passing. I looked back and I thought, <clears> I'm <throat> so glad I didn't fucking go. But I was invited this year by them again. And it was literally they were leaving the week I would have got back from Michigan and had to turn around and, and leave back out. Oh, and so that's way too I much. said, I said, that's just so, yeah, 
Those Way too much. Plus, I just God. moved. Like, I have things too risky. to do. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> my cousin called me last week. They're like, we're riding down. You coming? We're going to be there. They're going to be there for two weeks. And they, they're renting this mansion. They're like, bring your friends. Come on. Have you got a dude? Bring him, too. I'm like, we are not going getting COVID. But thanks COVID. for the invite. <laughs> giving you COVID right as you exit the airplane. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a whole. If there, you're definitely getting the variant. You go there, some shit's popping off. Yeah, you're bringing it back. Mm-hmm. So, so I just keep watching their pictures and looking right. for you know women are flashing and they're taking pictures of right. shit, fun stuff. The boobies, they're flashing the boobies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on to the Olympics. Um, I wanted to know- okay, I just had to say that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. real quick update: Miguel Cabrera mm-hmm. just hit a home run not long ago. So hey. he's nice. four ninety nine. He's right one there. Away. One away, man. One away. So we'll go on to the Olympics. USA claimed one thirteen. China was in second place with eighty eight, and Russia with seventy one. I know the uh, silver lining. I know you sent me this article, but I did post it. Uh, Jessica Springsteen. Uh, which is the boss's daughter, uh, won a gold. <laughs> the boss's daughter. Yeah, so I thought that was awesome. Bruce! 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 <laughs> you ever been to a Bruce Springsteen concert? Drink? No. I always, no. Wanted, I always wanted to go um, to I never been to one, but the way my mom played his music growing up, you would have thought that I had been. Glory like Days. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite song. Bruce Springsteen song. I can hear the music <laughs> in my head. I'm so nostalgic. Love. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. to, the, to the point where it's just so obvious. Like, that's my My mom loved Bruce. Song. And who's the <laughs> other guy? Rick Springfield. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. She played those often. And then Motown, Smokey Robinson, and, and Journey. She played Journey a lot. But those were the ones that, like, oh, Bruce again while we're cleaning the house. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Congratulations to U.S. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, bringing all the gold. Mm-hmm. Got the, got the exciting. Yeah, I was watching that. Awesome, uh, Sunny, Sun, Sunny Lee, mm-hmm. as she uh, won her just gym, gym, gymnastics, gymnastics. Uh, gold. Um, and I'm sitting next to my uncle, and he's like, God damn, she looks good. And I'm like, calm down, dude. She's like 15. <laughs> She's like 12. <laughs> Down. Only in America. <laughs> yeah, I was like, calm down. He's like, God, you see the way she spreads her legs? <laughs> I'm like, oh he's like 16. Oh, she's Can we not perv up her metal, please? Yeah. Let's like, perv up her metal. Yeah. I can't even I need can't to put parental watch locks on, uh, on the Olympics for uh, for adults nowadays. Well, so, you know, I was like they used to do the kids. I myself. <laughs> How many senior citizens? Because I'm not. A, I don't watch the Olympics. I always watch here and there or whatever. Uh, and actually, the U.S. lost in boxing. We lost again, uh, which I was disappointed. But the um, woman won yeah. silver, I think. Um, there's so many retirement communities here, and I got to be honest so with you. Out of the senior citizens, that's all they watch while the Olympics are on. They watch the Olympics from morning to night. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So. Mostly the old people. So I'm thinking they got like a 60, 70-year-old like, oh, my God, she's so hot. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like 15, dude. 
You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so pervy. Like, hold on, let me so put my pervy. let me put my teeth cringy in. Cringy as fuck. Watch gymnastics. <laughs> so cringy. No. Like, mm-mm. like their grandchildren are that old. I know. But you know what? The but let's face it. And and I didn't. What? Well, I know why because it's just gross, and I would never want to think about this. But these the the retirement communities, the old folks communities, and homes, all they do is fuck each other. I didn't know this. I did not know this, and maybe I've been in the dark. I had a friend say that like me, it's a bad who, thing. No, I'm just well. Okay, I'm, I mean, yeah, man, man, I'm gonna stop. Let me think about it. When I'm old, I'm probably gonna be doing it too. But I I'm heard gonna be fucking my neighbors. This. Like, this like, like, a, what, like, like, what, like, from Golden Girls oh. and shit. I'm, oh. I'm totally Blanche. <laughs> so, I've heard statistics on it. They she said awesome. they spread STDs up quite a bit in these yes. old homes. I was just gonna fucking say like, that. They're fucking like raw dogs. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who was, um. Who was a you know an aide in the old folks' home? Skies said they spread all kinds dogs. of shit, and they're <laughs> fucking each other. Like they're Man, this one fucking worse that than one. This, mm-hmm. Worse than the damn high school bunch yeah. of horny oh, yeah. teenagers. Bunch of they, <laughs> crazy. Bunch of horn tones over there. <laughs> bunch of old people. Damn, I might have to go into a home then. I shit. don't know. Hey, baby, Drake could, be, Drake could be the man. I, I'd, be, I'd be pretty cool. Well, you got to think. But... They can't get it up. They're getting all this fucking Viagra, right? Blue yeah. Chew. <laughs> like, give me no. Come on, Blue Chew. I know you're out there. Like, give us a sponsor, you know, please. Saggy titties. You know weird? <laughs> hey, give me those saggy titties. Rooster nuts. <laughs> give them to me. You know? Rooster nuts. Oh. They don't care, though, you know? And I, I can't. Let me know. Me act not act like I'm about to not be out here fucking when I'm old, but probably not like that. <laughs> probably not like bouncing around. Um, I'm gonna be the old lady with all the plastic surgery. So maybe. Damn. Fuck it. Listen, I'm getting on everybody's will. Joan, the Joan Rivers. Okay, I'm getting on Joan his Rivers. will. His will. He put me a beneficiary on everybody's shit. <laughs> Damn, beneficiary. I mean, what Hell else? No. <laughs> you got to do that and bridge. There you go. <laughs> Cash out. <Yeah>. So we'll <laughs> move. Yeah. I'm sure 98. I'm like, give it, put it in my cash app. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Rub it on my booty. <laughs> like, you can follow me, at, follow me like, at Knock the Dust Off. Damn. Dust Off. I knocked the dust off that pussy. Sorry. So we'll move on to UFC. How do you pronounce this guy's name? He's the (laughs) and he recently won this last past weekend. How do you pronounce his name? My last name is Gain, but how do you pronounce his first name, Alex? Damn, I just had the damn thing pulled up. Now I lost it. Charlie. I don't even know, but. Siri, it's Siri or something. Damn, I lost Siri, it. Yeah, that's what I thought it was Siri too, but he is the new heavyweight champion. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the fight. I just, you know, I shared it in the uh, in the news page. But uh, obviously, I obviously it was uh, pretty quick. TK, he won by TKO, and it was the interim heavyweight. So yeah, I just wanted to share it. One sided fight. Um. But he's a legit contender now, so I'm trying to look for his name. Siri Gain. Right. Bruce. Bruce. Sorrell Gain. 
I fought. Corrales, okay. So, yeah, congratulations to him. Congratulations on winning the belt. Uh, We'll move on to hockey. Um, Alex was telling me about a bunch of stories, or he told me about the story earlier. So, uh, NHL legend Tony Espedito died at 78 after battling with prostate cancer. Um, You know, he wasn't as famous as his brother Phil. Pancreatic cancer. Right. Uh, he wasn't as famous as, as his brother, Phil. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Alex was telling me, like, this whole backstory because he was a goaltender for the Blackhawks. Uh, I mean, if you want to try to sum it up, Alex, real quick. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just – I had found a story of, you know, he's uh, one of the first goalies? players, this, goalies to, to start wearing the actual mask and actually get it molded. And, um, you know, it was through, like – there was another player um, – God, I know these, these some of these. I don't want to massacre the name, <laughs> but uh, there was another player that was actually had actually started wearing the mask, but they were only wearing them in practice games. And um, so the guy that actually, uh, you know, uh, made his mask by forming it, you know, doing putting the cotton balls on the eyes and all that and stuff like that. I I just kept digging, going down, kept digging and digging and. I found the original guy that that, that wore it originally in 1959, and uh, there was a backstory to it. But I don't want I I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the um put it in the blog. I kind of didn't want to give too much away because there's so much to the story the, of the first guy that actually um you know made the mask and was famous for wearing it. So, uh, but yeah, it was basically just a story like that. And then he was showing um the the original guy that made the mask for Esposito. That passed away. Um, they didn't talk to each other for like almost 50 years or something like that. Mm. So they got together and then, you know, they were looking at the old mask and just, you know, just reminiscing about some of the stories and stuff like that. He was talking, showing the mask, how one of the, the you know, a piece of the mask was chipped away from, uh, uh, what was his name? Lafleur? Was it Pat Lafleur? Dreek, I believe, one of the hockey legends. So it was just, there was so much stories. I can, you know, I can go for days, but, um, but that was basically it. There was just so much, you know, behind him wearing the mask and, you know, um, man, the players were just so tough, man, and getting their nose broke and um, stuff like that. And, you know, the coaches didn't want them to wear them because they thought it would impair their vision and, and make right. them play worse. And you were saying Toe Blake, he was the head coach. I don't know. Yes. So, so, I can't Blake so the original guy that wore it, his name was Jock, Jockey's, uh, I want to say, it's spelled P-L-A-N-T-E. So I want to say Jockey's Plante. And um, so I might as well tell the story because it, it's a pretty cool story. Tell the story. I want to hear it. Okay. So during the 59-60 season, Plante wore a goaltender match for the first time in a regular season game. Although Plante had used his mask in practice since, uh, since 1956 after missing 13 games, uh, because of a uh, sinus operation, head coach at the time, his name was Toe Blake, uh, was afraid, like I mentioned, it, it would impair his vision and what, didn't want him to wear it. So um, uh, a game on November 1st, 1959, Plante's nose was broke by um, a shot fired at him three minutes into the game versus the Rangers. So he was took into the, got took into the dressing room. Um, you know, they stitched him up. He returned to the game. But he said he didn't want to return unless told the head coach, I'm not going to get in 
play. I'm not going to re- return to the game unless I could wear the mask. And the head coach said, okay, because he, he had no other goat centers to go to. <laughs> so, right. he, so he let him wear the mask. Uh, Blake agreed on let him to wear to let Plante wear the mask. If only he we if only he would um you know stop wearing it after that after he healed up after his injury healed up. So they went on to, to make sh- uh, long story short they went on an 18 game winning streak. He played for the Montreal Canadiens. Um, so the unbeaten streak stretched to 18 games. Plante did not wear the mask at told Blake the head coach's request. After the 18-game win streak. So where did they end up on March 8th in 1960? Playing the Detroit Red Wings. And they lost three to zip. So after that um, after that game, he wore the mask every every game after that. So I just thought it was cool. Oh, that, wow. You know, there, there was so much story behind history. it. History, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of history. And then I just thought it was funny that they lost to the Red Wings. The Red Wings stopped the streak. <laughs> right. You know, that's crazy. You know, uh, Gordie Howe pretty sure was playing at that time so uh but yeah cool. cool story so that's a great story it's, i i can't you know i played hockey and i cannot ever imagine a goaltender without a mask that uh, oh, that's mind-blowing i mean these guys had i seen in the film stuff in their, you know, like, i seen like, in the film uh you know you uh, you didn't wear a mask um i think if you came into the league in 1977 right. you were on you were eligible not to wear a mask, but afterwards you had to. So right. depending on when you came in, you the imagine league, right. being and, and, and this was before they fast. started putting the metal, the iron fence around it. Yeah, this was just a regular molded mask that they were they were using. Right. Later yeah. on is when the you know like the the gates they started making the a little iron fences. Of the, yeah, the iron fence. You know, so man, oh, yeah, I, I man, I can't. We used imagine. to play. We used to play with a rubber puck, or or just playing you know with the uh, with the ball. And mm-hmm. that shit, that shit hurt. And we used to just put on jogging pants, you know, imagine three pairs of jogging pants and shit like that. And we would play. Right. And that uh, shit hurt. Uh, so I can't imagine playing with To your face. Like, mm. and you didn't have no gear, like headgear, like. Saw just, Chuck, man. I mean, that guy, his story, mm. you know. Well. From the yeah, Rebels. Goalie oh um, I had a friend of mine that was a goalie at the time. And we were during, uh, we were practicing. We were just shooting it around and, you know, whatever. And I gave him a, and I, and I gave him a slap shot. And this fucker did not have a cup on. Oh, man. Oh, man. So I I shot the fuck (laughs) at him. And, and I know you shot at it with all your like. No, no, I didn't know until afterwards. So, he but no, tra- I'm, I'm saying like I know you still. Either way, you probably yeah. took, you put your yeah. all into it. Yeah. So his he uh, dropped like a ton of bricks, and he. I'm like screamed. feeling uncomfortable just thinking about that. He screamed like a goat, like you know, like oh, a goat. Killed. Uh, like, yeah. And everybody figured out. You know, we ran to him. My dad jumped on the ice, and he they said, "Well, what's wrong? I don't have a cup." In the, the top, the cup hit him in his balls. His balls yeah. were in his stomach. Right. So they had to cut. Yeah. Where it was to push him down. Oh my goodness! And I was like, "What the fuck were you doing? Why were you wearing a cup?" I forgot. You're a goalie, dude. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> That's like a catcher not wearing. You you just don't. Yeah. 
to that. You, you forgot your glove. <laughs> what you need world? that. That's crazy. I mean, he, he could. I don't even know if he has kid. If he has kids, I well, definitely years. don't want to do the butterfly like uh, Esposito made famous when you're not wearing a cup. So, well, um, I can. I like yeah, it. God, like, so gross. They were they cut and then they pushed it down while he was on the ice and just blood is squirting everywhere. Oh, you? They did it on the ice. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, he was screaming so bad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wear your cup, kids. Wear your yeah. cup. Um, parents, make sure your kids are protected. Even if, tell We're your talking- kid, even if they forget it, put it back on. But yeah, no, God bless. Uh, you stop the game. So you were talking about all these Don't names. Listen. I'll play these clips real quick. Mm-hmm. We're losing. Teamwork, guys. More teamwork. They're burying us alive. Are you sure? Damn. Oh. Any sure. Old-time hockey? Piss on old-time hockey! You're ruining it! Boys, every scout in the NHL is out shot. there tonight with yeah. contracts in their pocket, and they're looking for talent for winners. Oh, oh my years of publicity, of the fashion shows, radio thugs for nothing. They <laughs> come here tonight to scout the Chiefs. The toughest team in the Federal League. Not this. A bunch of pussies. Pussies. He was just like, he was saying, old time hockey. He was like, fuck old time hockey. (laughs) uh, That was my uh, story for goalie. So make sure, kids, you wear it. When your cup out. Yeah, rest in peace, Tony Esposito. He was definitely a legend for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Detroit Red Wings, Hockey Town. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Jaka Veranda avoids arbitration with a three year deal. So Rana, I think it's Rana or Reina. The V is silent. I know that. Stevie, moves, baby. What's your thoughts on the Red Wings right now? Oh. I mean, man, like I said, he wasn't done. So, uh, and you know what? That um, th- he actually, we actually got him last season. We traded Anthony Manta. I remember we talked right. about that. So he was already part of the team. He just wasn't signed. Um, you know, I guess he made it. He made a little name for himself playing in the uh, uh, World Championships. Uh, he scored, scored two goals and four had four points in seven games with the uh, Czech Republic. So I guess he liked what he saw, man, and signed him. Um, I'm sure you know. So yeah, he'll be playing, be playing with uh, you know on the line with Suter and. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna yeah, Suter, D- Dylan Larkin, Sedinia, and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm excited, man. Like I said, Pistons. Uh, you know, it was fun watching Miggy. And the Tigers played good. It was a crazy, scary, scary, scary collision last night on the field. But you know, I'm I'm more excited about the Pistons and the and the Red Wings, man, just to see, you know. So the Tigers shape out. now in a six, it's five to zip. Uh now if they win this they're they are four, they go four, uh four wins away from five hundred, and then the next series they played the Cleveland, which is in second place. So it's huge. Uh, this is gonna be it's gonna be the next huge week or so. Oh, yeah. Should be 
pretty exciting for Tiger baseball fans. So. Yeah. I wish I would have got to go to a game while I was there. Yeah. I don't so think they were, pretty exciting. I don't think mm-hmm. they were winning just yet, but <laughs> no, they Still, were. Still, just the they atmosphere. Were. Yeah. Yeah, they were. That's when they kind of were headed. No, they, they yeah. Back yeah, up, the, you know, the, they were on actually. the up. Yeah. Go. Couldn't really find anybody that really wanted to go with us. <clears throat> But yeah, man, they're all making some good moves. Everything I watched, you know, I know it wasn't in the in the details, but um, I watched number Pistons number one pick versus number two. That was so much fun to watch them. Uh, Jalen Suggs versus Cade Cunningham, and oh, man, you can just see why these guys are just going to be superstars, man. And uh, you know, we talked a little bit earlier, but Jalen Green, man, he's he's just got a little extra something like. Like, he has a chip on his shoulder, not only for the fact that he wasn't taking number one, but, you know, and, and and it's cool because, like, we were, you know, like we were talking about earlier, just, you know, uh, supporting each other, bringing each other up instead of down. I mean, they showed each other so much love and respect and everything, uh, Cade Cunningham and, and Jalen Green, and, uh, you know, wish each other the best. And I was telling Drake, that's one thing that I love about Cade Cunningham. He's 19 years old, but he's so freaking mature the way he mm-hmm. carries himself on the court all of that and i and the one thing i told you beyond I said, his years I yeah said, i i did i don't think fans will appreciate so you know maybe even after his career and hopefully you yeah. know he, he does what everything the way everything falls into place and he wins us the championship and, and stuff like that has a good career but i said the thing that i love and is usually not acknowledged to after they're gone is that he has a daughter and he plays you know like you said, you know, I, I play, I'm not playing for me, just me. I'm playing for my daughter. I'm playing to, you know, and so all that good stuff like that. So he's just way so mature, such a smart player, smooth as hell, a leader. He's a leader. And that's what I've seen out of him. Jalen Green, that guy has just got like, he has something extra that like, like he wants to be the, the absolute best. So that was, that was just real fun. To watch last night and uh i can't wait to watch them battle it for like for years to come maybe 10 10 15 years who knows the way the way these athletes are now man and the way they take care of themselves they can they could play for that long you know mm-hmm. without without a blink in their eyes so that that was fun to watch so definitely excited for that and uh Detroit basketball that's about it so we'll move on boy <laughs> uh florida state's bobby uh bowden Dies 91, legendary That's coach. That's crazy. I'll just play this real quick. That's crazy. We talk about a legend. Jesus. I got every record in the book. Wow. <laughs> nope. Sorry, I shared the wrong one. Uh, stop sharing. <clears throat> do do do. On the right area, from the right one. That were more revered with their programs than Bobby Bowden was at first state. Before Bowden took over as head coach in 1976, the Seminoles were 4 and 29 in the three seasons. Bowden would turn that around quickly. The Knowles went 5-6 and six in his first year on the job, and that would be his only losing season as their head coach in his 34-year tenure. 
Starting in 1987, he led FSU to 14 straight seasons of double-digit wins while finishing in the top five every year in the AP poll, including national championships in 1993 and 1999. He would retire in 2009 as the second winningest coach in D1 history. The wins and championships will always stick out with Bowden, but so do all the lives he impacted along the way. Being recruited by Big B was an unbelievable opportunity. And he will go down as one of the more iconic individuals that I've been around. He was a superstar. I can't explain how much that family and how much he meant to my career. I don't think anybody has ever done it with more class and dignity on the sideline and, and had the amount of success he's had in he cared about his players. He wanted to cultivate young men that would go out in the world, and whether they went to the NFL or not, they would impact society for better. And he cared about his players for eternity. Every single player that went through Bobby Bowden's football program at Florida State left <clears throat> Bowden was also a devout family man, which also extended to the football field, including three sons that would follow in his footsteps, Tommy Bowden led Tulane to an undefeated season and would eventually coach the Clemson Tigers for a decade. Terry Bowden also had a successful coaching career, which included an undefeated season with Auburn in 1993. And Jeff Bowden served as Bobby's wide receiver coach at FSU before getting promoted to offensive coordinator. Bobby Bowden was a leader of men, and his legacy lives on. Rest in peace to the great Bobby Bowden. Damn, so sad, man. Almost got me there a little bit. Jesus. One of the greatest. Such a good people person. Sunday morning. What a great man. Florida State head coach, 1976 to 2009 national championship. I knew nothing but winning, bro. One losing season of 34, bro. I mean, (laughs) natural born winner. And he was a winner. He could have. It's amazing to see. But just to they, think they, about they, how he molded these young men. Yeah. You know, my son, my son played football saying, for he, many years, and just to see that that dedication and that yeah. love for those young men, and the, and how he's touched yeah. their lives throughout yeah. the years, over and over, and their families. That's that's such a, yeah. on, a on, incredible on, accomplishment. Or off the beautiful. Field, I'm sure it was just an honor, honor, right? Just an honor to know him right. on and off the field, right? Right. Wow, what yeah. a legend. What a, what an amazing legacy to live behind. So many people, like, behind. ridiculously. I went on Twitter and seen guys like, you know, like Jim Ross. He's a big, you know, Oklahoma Sooner fan, big college football fan, mm-hmm. even people from the wrestling, just from every end, every, just you know, giving respect. Oh, my God. Amazing. That speaks amazing. volumes of his character and who he was. It's just Crazy. amazing. And people are writing, you know, some people write, you know, condolences, fan. There's people writing paragraphs to up to him. I'm sure. <laughs> like wow, I'm sure. it's amazing. You could just feel his energy mm-hmm. and and, people speaking of him and how great of a human he right. was. And I watched um a little bit of his Hall of Fame speech. I mean, he was just naturally witty and funny as hell. In the in the very beginning, <laughs> he said just the beginning was like wow, making people laugh. He said, you know, people ask him, friends, they ask him how's it how does it feel to be retired. He was like. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. Was like, <laughs> and I'm ready for a nap, you know, and then I'm ready for a nap by like 2.30 or some shit. And then I take a nap at 2.30, you said, or something like that. I forgot, but it was, <laughs> it was funny as hell. Like, shit, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, wow. rest in peace, Bobby Bowden, for sure. Yeah. Guys like Derrick Brooks, Deion Sanders, Warwick Dunn. I mean, man, the list goes on and on. But 
you know, when you're a coach, it goes further than just being on the team, you know, yeah. because you, oh, yeah. you, you get all these young men and young women from different walks of life that come into your realm and you try to grab a hold of them and not just teach them on the field on how to, you know, become a team, right. but to carry that with them throughout their right. years right. and their lives yeah. and, and, and their family. You don't them. know and to understand them because you don't know what kind of family they come from. Right. You don't know what they're dealing with at home or what they've been through, or maybe that this sport is their escape. So that, you know, it, being a coach, I feel is kind of like a therapist as well. Like, you know, it's, it's being, I was, Alex, I was telling Drake, I feel like, uh, you, you know, you don't know what these young athletes, these people have gone through or, or have going on at home or if this is their escape. So, um, right. it's, you know, being a coach is like being a therapist kind of too. There is a whole, you know, it's a life coach. You're not just a sports right. coach. You're a life coach. That's exactly what he was. Yeah. That's why people that are smart what an enough, incredible life. people that are smart enough and lucky enough to be around people like that, mm-hmm. I mean, you would want to pick their brain as much as you possibly can, whether it's sports or just life. I mean, my and, God. And the good coaches just li- just don't listen. get enough credit. Because <laughs> let let's, let's face it, if you are, you've played sports or you're a parent of a child who's played sports, just in general, there are coaches out there that abuse their authority. There are some that abuse their authority that, you know, they take rides, they do shit they shouldn't. Right. And, and it gives the good ones a bad name because those good ones strive extra hard <clears throat> to be good their entire <clears throat> career and the entire time that they're involved in, in someone else's right. life. That's why it's them. good. So it's just to see that such a legacy and such a streak, it, um, you know, just, yeah of love for the game and his and his that he's come in contact with and all his athletes is just a beautiful thing. Beautiful. So we'll say in the football world, uh, the Hall of Fame just happened the other day. Uh, Kelvin Johnson got inducted. Charles Woodson got inducted. And, of course, Peyton Manning. I know Alex is watching the ceremony. Yeah. So congratulations to these guys. That's off. I'm Alex glad Karras, long Alex. overdue, about yeah. thirty years overdue, probably, but he's in there. So, <clears throat> yeah. Was any? How was the speeches? Were they pretty good? Any I didn't watch all any of them. I watched, I watched Charles Woodson's, which was amazing. I watched Calvin's, um, a little bit of Peyton Manning's. That was really it. I was like, I, I can go back and watch, you know. Uh, watched him, but yeah, Charles Woodson. Um, I'm trying to find it. My iPad is acting ridiculous, but yeah, no, they were they were definitely great, man. Charles Woodson. I mean, argue arguably the greatest defensive player. Guy was amazing, man. Then what he did when he went to the, with the Packers and winning them a championship, and just every year he played, bro, he played at at the highest you know level every year he played. So. It's hard to say, you know, other than somebody like Lawrence Taylor, that there was anybody better when it came to the defi- defensive side of the ball. So yeah, but happy L- for Calvin. Happy LT. for all, all the uh, for everybody in there. Peyton Manning was fun to watch, man. Of course, so Water, water Boy LT. What? This moves on to my next. <laughs> Don't <laughs> drugs. Because <laughs> he looks like he goes, Water Boy. How were you in the right place at all the right times? All the right times. Yeah, <laughs> you see, quarterback snaps a thing. And it's like, this was my little kids. This was on <laughs> my next thing. Don't do drugs. So, 
There you go. Charles Woodson. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, he, you would have probably, Tori would have probably loved uh, Charles Woodson's uh, speech. Thanks to his mother. I don't know. My, I'm trying to, I want her to read it, but. So good, I want to slap my mama. <laughs> 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 no, never mind. Don't it's slap your up. mama. Yeah, don't do that, man. Mike, don't. Hey, better wait. I have a crazy slap. Connection or you're gonna get a receipt too. back, <laughs> right? Mm, a little bit of change. <laughs> Good. So, like I said, NFL world. Mm. Uh, the Cowgirls lost the other week, and I think uh, so. Cowgirls. Tomorrow, the, tomorrow, Washington and the Patriots. Preseason Steeler and the Eagles. Um, so, what's your predictions? I know what the national media is saying. They're saying rematch Chiefs in the Tampa Bay. Who's your, what's your prediction? Who's winning oh, this? Man. I mean, it's so easy to say that right now. I can't even say that. I didn't even start a preseason yet. But <laughs> uh, I mean, I would have to say they they might repeat. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so how many see, how man. many wins does the Lions win? There's the million dollar question. I know I was getting a little optimistic, but uh, I don't know, man. I want to be kind and say eight and eight, but I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I, and the only reason I want to say that is because of what Kirk Cousins is doing, and if you know what I mean, they don't have that guy. That's the best option to have at quarterback. That might be two wins right there. Chicago Bears got a rookie that they're throwing out there, so. Oh, you know, we uh, someone said the Packers, uh, it's probably your mom's, but uh, where's uh, <laughs> probably where's, where's Ringo Starr because we can't see her name? Uh, Ringo Starr, uh, where's he going? Is he staying with the Packers? What's he doing? He's staying with the Packers. Oh, okay, yeah, I think he signed. I, I believe he signed a one year deal. I don't know, I, I, I haven't even really heard nothing too much about him, but yeah, he's staying with them for sure. That man, his money. <clears throat> So yeah, I don't know how how many you think. I, I was, I, you know what? I, I, they're I, they're making you? they're making the playoffs, man. They're going oh, nine. Man, never yeah, mind. I get how to wear my hat with how pride. How many you feeling, Tori? How many you feeling? Yeah. Off they're the top making of your head. <laughs> well, I'd like to agree with you and just say Nate, but I just want to wear my hats that I bought. You know, like I want to wear them with pride. <laughs> I bought two hats and I put. I literally went to put one on yesterday, and I was like, fuck. Well, I'll tell you what. Early. Wear them in the beginning of the season because that's usually when it yeah, the game. Yeah, so. I thought about it. I was like, <laughs> I said that. I swear to you, I right. said that to myself. I was like, I went to put it on, and I was like, mm, this is kind of soon. Yeah, right. It's, I need to wear them soon, though. I need to get it in so that I'm not embarrassed. And, you right. know, but I was going somewhere where there were going to be people who I knew they were going to be right. like, the fuck is she got on her head? Right. So I took it off and I put the tigers on. <laughs> right, just buy. Should have bought bought us a, a so Rams you, hat, Rams hat, and a lion That way I could just switch that shit. Whatever. No. I'm would you be surprised if they make the playoffs and they and they have a winning record? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. If they if they they make the playoffs before the Pistons make the playoffs or the Red Wings, that would be – the city will go crazy. They'll have a parade for that. Right? But I was just thinking that. I'm like, shit, they'll fucking – they'll have a whole-ass parade. I don't want to be a sourpuss, but that's probably – Just be a realist. Let's not – we're not going to yeah, be I want to get my hopes too high up there. I believe – you can believe all you want. <laughs> 
We'll I hope see. so. I we'll got see. some really cute hats. I mean, there's something I got some really it. cute gear. <laughs> little sparkly right. silver lion. They do. I got a sparkly uh, I've lion seen a lot one. Of that stuff. Super fucking cute. I just. Mm. Right. If they can just win, there you go. It'll look even better on you. Yeah. <laughs> right. There it is. That's all I have for there tonight. <laughs> Let's just make some announcements. Once again, thanks for all the fans for our, our one year coming up. Uh, it's on the 17th. Yes, thank I, you. I did the, so I did the Definitely appreciative. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you, if you, if you like the podcast, you like what we're talking mm-hmm. about, go to Apple. If you have an Apple device or iOS device, uh, if you have an Android device, you can listen to us on all platforms. If you're, if you're washing your clothes, you can listen to us. So if you go to mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, just type in word on the street uh, and then scroll down. You see us. Same thing with Apple. You got it on iHeart, Spotify. You got it on all these different platforms. You have it available on the video platforms. You right in it. the palm of your hand. Right in the palm of your hand. <laughs> you got it right in on YouTube. Thanks for purchasing mm-hmm. our merch, uh, word on the street, merch.com. You can go to Word on the Street Pod, listen and subscribe. Um, like I said, thanks again to all the fans that listen. You can follow us on everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, <clears throat> everywhere you think of. Just type in Word on the Street. Uh, Google me, bitch. That's what I'm going to put. Google me, bitch. <laughs> Google me, bitch. Just rolls um, off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Google me, bitch. Um, and then also listen, uh, my second episode of Two Cents with Dre Swift. Is going to be on Mondays. Remember, it's at 530 uh, Pacific um, and 830 Eastern time. Um, I think the topic is, does size matter on next Monday? So, mm. does size Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Mm. So, let me ask you a question. Does size matter, Tori? I, yes, to a certain extent. To a certain extent, as long as it's <laughs> no, like a no baby pun intended. thumb, Damn. right? It can't be a baby thumb. <laughs> no like pun. when it looks, this is this. I've had a baby thumb before. You see how see how that looks like? That's terrible, and it's, it's sad. It's especially if it's curved like that, Jesus. It was. It was like pokey. Oh man, That's it was funny. like it was pokey. It was, and he, you know, and he knew he had a baby thumb, and it was embarrassing for him, and. I tried to be, you know, I tried to make the most of it. There wasn't a lot Not to make mine, the most baby, of. I swear, he needed no. a penis pump. You know, like he he would leave his shirt on, and he didn't want to like he wouldn't let me touch it. I'm like, I just you were, touch you might have been a little bit intimidated. Just put it in too. my mouth. He wouldn't let me. There was. <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> You gotta ask me twice, Jesus. Nah. Right? I yeah. You know, I was like, "Hey, let me help you out there." No, damn. And then it just became awkward because then it made me feel some type of way, right? Like damn. I was trying to be, I'm trying to be sexy with your little baby arm that you got, and you're not letting me. So I think size matters when it comes to, you know, there's got to be some confidence behind it. If if you work it, work what you got. You know, not every woman has big. This, but work what you got. I think he would get in his head, and then it would get in my head because I'd be like, "Really? You're, why? Why you don't want me to touch you? What's right. going on?" Right. And it was all, you know, it was in his head. So <laughs> I think not. it matters to a certain <laughs> no. extent. But then I, you know, let me add this in there, and I won't go any further because we'll save it for your show. But I've been with, <laughs> I've, I've been with guys. Save it. There ain't that much just now. You gotta save it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
No, I'm not. Go ahead. Literally. <laughs> literally. Okay. Every and, Monday at 5.30. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about crazy topics. Tori has a show. Hopefully be launched in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'll have my own show launching in the next couple of weeks. Tea <laughs> with, with Tori. Tea with Tori. I love it. I love it. Sipping that tea, boo. We sipping that tea. Sip, sip, my fucker. Sip, sip. Or how do you do it? Yeah. You hey, Tori, two lumps or one or three lumps? Four. <laughs> Give me all the sugar. Give me all the sugar. Uh, and then hopefully Alex will be launching this show. We're going to call it. What are we going to call it, Alex? Ah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure mm-hmm. that out. We'll to be figured out. We'll yeah. get in the huddle. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. So once again, thanks for everybody tuning in. <laughs> Go to our, all the different sites. Get the merch. Subscribe. Oh, subscribe. Share it with friends. If you're already subscribed, if you already subscribed, share it with a friend. That you got to check no. out. Go. Word on the street. We're we're getting there, baby. So uh, that's all I got. <laughs> yep. Follow me everywhere at <clears throat> on all platforms, Alex. Uh, Alex Sportsmouth on Twitter and Instagram, and and I'm gonna, you know, as we get closer to me to me doing our whatever the show might might be called, I'm gonna probably create another page on Instagram just for. You know, post a couple, you know, make a couple posts every every week with my memorabilia and stuff like that. Just give people something think, to see. And, yeah, drop you know. the link. I think it should be Weasel and Friends. I don't know. How did I'm I thinking not know that? How did I not Weasel's know that they world. called you Weasel? I just learned this. We, I, thought, I, I don't. I don't know. Has our so, whole yeah, friendship been alive? I hear he's. I hear he's been around <laughs> lately. So he's. Has our I thought I got rid of been him. Alive? I thought I got rid of him years ago, but I'm somebody, like, I heard he was Who in town. Who the fuck is Weasel? I heard he was. Uh, somebody like, said, Alex, he, somebody the, said they seen him at the liquor store the other day, and I was like, oh shit. So yeah, he's 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 I coming. I bring that up to you. <laughs> that has to be. We're gonna have to talk I, about this on the next show. Right. I I thought about that though too. I was like, I wonder if she she probably like, who the fuck is Weasel? Like what? I didn't know until <laughs> I was informed. I did right. say who the fuck. I said who the fuck is that? Wait. Right, what? Right. <laughs> And right. then I started to think mm. our whole friendship is a fucking lie. Yeah. Told me his nickname. Yeah, I gave uh, that. I, I think I told the story of my friend. I probably me heard that. it, and it so. and I and I and it probably went right over my right, head. Like right. you guys probably just assumed I knew. So yeah, he's gonna. I was like, who is this weasel we speak of? Weasel. <laughs> who is he? Weasel. Is he a That's slick a, weasel? He's a motherfucker. I'll tell you that much. Ooh. So we'll see what happens mm. though. But uh but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, share a little bit of my sports memorabilia that I got and uh so I'll, I'll be doing that next couple weeks or so. I just gotta nice. dig, dig that shit out. Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> for sure. So but yeah, you can out. follow me at Alex Sports Month on Twitter and Instagram, and that's about all I got. Tori? And you can follow me, Tori Rochelle, on Facebook. At All Beauty, All Beast on Instagram and The Savage Kitty. That's T-H-E-E, Savage Kitty on Twitter. Stay tuned for my Tea Time with Tori. Tea Time with Tori. Looking forward to it. I got one more thing. I want to um, send my love, thoughts, and prayers from the show, period, Mm to uh, my good friend, Robert Courtney, and his wife, Ashley Rose, who was um, in ICU. She's in ICU. She's She's been in the ICU. Since uh, six days is the last update that I read. COVID. So they have her on a on a breathing machine. That's all I know. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah I just want to send too. 
Prayers are such a wonderful person. And um, yeah, I just. Wonderful and strong and person. Very, very strong, strong woman. Very thoughtful. Yeah, and strong family. Lots of, lots of prayers. To the kids and, and family. Love, yes. light, yep. and healing vibes and energy to them all, to the kids as well. And um, yeah, lots of love to you, Ashley. You're, you, you got this, girl. You got for this. sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, let me cue this video and then we bounce out of here. All right, guys, you stay safe. Make sure you're washing your hands, wearing your mask, and always washing your ass. Peace out, guys. Take it easy. Stay safe. See you on Saturday. Oh, Saturday's show. We got Bianca Chambers coming. Oh, Is that is that Damn, my Mercedes? How the, how the hell we did not plug that? What in the world yeah, is going sorry. on? Bianca Chambers <laughs> on Saturday. She's a whole plug in herself. Saturdays. Is that my Mercedes? Well, yes. Okay. So talk Ready to you to soon. That, Looking forward to that. <laughs> All right. Talk Don't to forget you guys. to tune in next Saturday. Bye. Bye-bye. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.